and they chain me to the wall so I can't leave. So there's like an ankle chain on me anytime I'm in that booth. So I can't, I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom. I'm not allowed to eat until Jeff Fowler says I've done a good, he says until you've done a good job. In stream it, the insider details on what it's like to fly a spaceship in the new Star Trek series. Our journeys as, as people are matching the journeys of the characters who are totally naive. They take this ship and they have to learn the controls and learn what it is to be potentially one day a member of Starfleet. That's their great ambition. And that's like us as, as And actors. we want the kids to take the trip with them. Exactly. Hello, I'm Connor. I'm Robin. And welcome along to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, all about film, TV, and anything you watch. It's called Stream It. This is the place to come to hear the biggest and best interviews with all your favourite celebs. And also, you're going to hear our expert opinions on what we think you should be watching right now. And there's even going to be some awesome opportunities for you to share your favourites with us in the kids' review. Exactly. So, as always, grab that popcorn. Get comfy. Because the show's about to start. This is Fun Kids Stream It. Right, Con, we promised mega interviews. Oh, yeah, the biggest. But before we get into today's first interview with two superstars. Two? Yeah, you heard me. But before we reveal who they are, I actually have a little bit of a trivia question for you Connor I didn't sign up to this here we go <laughs> come on then okay so in Monsters Inc Boo has a real name but what is it now I'll give you a little clue actually it's written on some of her drawings mm. see I'm a big big Monsters Inc fan but I, I don't think I've looked at it okay, that much don't worry though Connor I'm gonna give you to the end of the podcast to have a little think and then I'll reveal the answer okay okay well Robin I have a question for you then Go on then. Do you like Sonic the Hedgehog? Who doesn't like Sonic the Hedgehog? Okay, well, our first interview is with Sonic himself, actual Sonic. That is so cool. Yeah, his name's Ben Schwartz, and our fellow Fun Kids presenter Bex chatted to Ben and his co-star, James Marston, about the brand new movie, Sonic 2. Do you want to take a listen? Oh, yes, please. Let's do it. Quick stretch, little snack, and here we go. Sonic, I love that you want to help make a difference. Mind if I drive? But you're being reckless. Don't worry, nobody's gonna get hurt. Pretending to be Batman. Blue Justice, trademark pending. You're still just a kid. Trust me, there will come a moment when your powers will be needed. But you don't choose that moment. That moment chooses you. I just got goosebumps. I loved the film so much. Uh, I laughed. I cried. I had all of the emotions that you want from a film. Oh, you cried? Yeah, I was. Yeah, you were angry I, I, at any point. <laughs> um, I was angry when it ended. I wouldn't. Ah, fantastic! Great answer. Great answer. We'll Great make another. We'll make another one for you. <laughs> just for me, no one else. Just yeah, for yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did watch the film, and I was thinking, James, you had a good deal. You got to go to Hawaii for this, right? And then I thought, no, Ben, you were on your own in the voice booth. You could probably rock up to work in pajamas. Wouldn't I rather go to Hawaii? Like, I've never been to Hawaii. James lives there. I was in Hawaii in pajamas. You just don't see it in the movie. (laughs) So it's not like Ben had something I didn't. That's true. You were living the dream. And poor old Ben there is stuck in a little room on his own. And they chain me to the wall so I can't leave. So there's like an ankle chain on me anytime I'm in that booth. So I can't, I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom. I'm not allowed to eat until Jeff Fowler says I've done a good, he says until you've done a good job. 
But it works. I mean, that, I mean, his, his performance is great. It works. I like the idea that Ben is just like they're trapped, kind of like desperately scrabbling around for food, and James is having the time of his life in Hawaii. <laughs> like, this is what works for us. I have to be in Hawaii if I'm going to give you a good performance. He has to be shackled to a, a, a dark room with no windows to yeah. give the performance he gets. And it works. He's right. James is right. We're, These are the know, sacrifices we make as, as artists. You saw the movie. You're happy with the result. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, and it worked for me. I laughed, I cried, I got angry. Like, what, you know. Actually, well done. That was you know, a perfect- it's so funny. I, when I watched the second one, I, and this happened the first one also, I'm a bit of a softy, but it's like uh, I get emotional because when I see it, a big, like this movie there, I get excited just because I'm a part of it. And when I saw the screening, I was like by myself and there's huge action scenes and we pulled it off and it was beautiful and heartwarming. And I was just like, I they showed me the movie. Uh, I was just by myself, but there's a moment where I was like, Nobody's behind me. I was like, "Oh, this is great, though, right? This is amazing." Like, I we we made a movie. Did you see the movie from your recording studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw yeah, it from my recording studio. I was crying because just I was got still out. shackled to the thing. <laughs> we just let him out. We typically yeah. don't let him out until the movie. This releases. is exciting. You can't see my feet. I can't move from here, but this is exciting. He's back! Papa's got a brand new stash. Since I've been gone, I've discovered the source of ultimate power. That sounds big. It's been on my vision board for years. I also read, by the way, that Jim Carrey gave away, they did a raffle on set and gave away a car to the crew. Uh, the is that true? Did. Yeah. What? They did. I didn't think I should have gotten it, but I took it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you like? Carrie, like you're making us look bad. Like we, you know, we need to be good as well here. Was he like stealing the action from you? He gave away yeah, he had a raffle. Do you know that? No. He had a raffle at the end of the movie and and gave a like a sh- I don't want to get the name wrong. It was like a Chevy Blazer or something. That's a to, real car. To a, a, a crew member. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a good dude. Yeah, Ben, up your game, man. You need to be. Need to be giving away some more cars. Well, to be fair, I got free band aids. The shackles left me scarred, so they gave me free band aids afterwards. Oh, that's okay then. That's okay. You got some stuff out of it. That's fine. Uh, now, before I let you go, because it's a um, super quick interview, I have got a very quick game to play with you. Uh, mostly playing it. I've called it uh, In the Sonic of Time, which I'm very, very happy about. I love it. Um, I like fantastic. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a movie game I like to play where you combine two movie titles. Oh, fantastic. Sonic of Time. We love a game too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sonic of Time. Okay. Uh, so quick fire questions. Uh, what is faster, a cheetah or a falcon? Falcon. Cheetah. Falcon, James, you are correct. Uh, what's faster, a year on Neptune or a year on Mercury? You're, you're on Mercury. You're on Mercury. You're on Mercury. Yeah, 88 days versus 60,000. Yeah, of course, yeah. God, you were, okay. Oh, hey, Captain Science, you are already. <laughs> what is faster, light or sound? If we get it wrong. What's, what, what's the question? What's faster, light or sound? Light, light, come on. Come on, come on, give us a hard one. Give us a hard one. What's faster, the fastest train in the world or the fastest car in the world? It's got to be train. Fastest car. I'm going to go car. It's train. Oh! You're neck and neck here. So... It's all up to this, it's all up to this. It's the last one, okay. Uh, What is faster, the speed of light or the speed of Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. I'm going to say speed of Sonic, just because we can't tell you exactly what the speed of Sonic is. James? Well, I, I have to pick that too because isn't that so just like subjective? Yeah, that's true. All right, so speed of Sonic is the answer. Yes, it's, it is. Since we're not doing light two, 
We're doing Sonic 2. I'm going to pick the oh, Sonic. Good, good. Sonic. Yeah, we're going to got to promote this movie. So Sonic, Sonic 2. Is. Although I would like to plug my movie Light 2. Uh, it's oh, about God. me. Uh, I play a ray of light. Uh, it's a really cool Pixar movie. Check it out. I thought it was the one you lost that weight for. Uh, I lost so much weight. I'm, I'm, I basically <laughs> play the feather in Forrest Gump. You ever see Forrest Gump? I play yeah. the feather in Forrest Gump. Uh, and then I land in a book and it ends. It's about a two minute video. But check it out. Light 2. I'll be there for the next press junket. Don't you worry about that. Uh, yeah, Sonic has super Sonic and light speed shoes uh, speed. So he is the fastest. Uh, guys, thank you so much for chatting to me and for playing my game and for being nice about the name of it as well. Uh, and congratulations on the film. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Thanks for making it fun. Good to see you. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> Today's forecast calls for a 100% chance of adventure. Turn to sender. Face it, you're never going to get my power. Do I look like I need your power? Where are my manners? Sonic, meet Knuckles. How cool was that? Okay, Robin, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually got asked to go and see the film, but you weren't invited. <gasps> what? Yeah, I went along with another fun kid's friend, Sean, who does the breakfast show. No. Where's the boss? I need to speak to someone about this. Yep, and uh, we didn't invite you, and it was 10 out of 10. It was fantastic. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a great film. So, so good. <laughs> so good, and so good to hear that interview, too. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And do you know what? If you haven't seen it, I think you can actually still catch it in some cinemas, but if not, it's definitely worth the wait for the DVD to come out. You're going to be in a cinema on your own now, aren't you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> or oh, until then, you can always stream it. There's so much available to watch. That is true. Nice one, Con. And thanks so much to Bex for that interview. In fact, if you want to hear more from Bex, you can hear her present the Fun Kids show from 4 o'clock or in the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast, whatever you get your podcasts. To look forward. Okay, so right now it is time for the part of the episode called The Look Forward. I love this. This is so exciting. Do you know why I love this? Why is that? Because we look forward to something new and we also look forward to actually watching it. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? Is there like two look forwards then? Well, yeah, because it's kind of like I'm looking forward to doing it, but I'm also looking forward to the moment that I get to do it. <laughs> it's called The Look Forward, the part of the podcast where we give you a quick rundown of the five essential things that you need to be watching this week. Yes, whether it's Netflix, Disney Plus or Amazon Prime, we know you're going to love it. And we've chosen... Five... Star Trek Prodigy. Now, this is from Nickelodeon. A new era in the Star Trek universe has begun as Star Trek Prodigy has landed on Nickelodeon right now. Four. Turning Red. Okay, I love this film so much. The big red movie has hit Disney Plus recently. And let's let the film stars explain the plot in 10 seconds. Oh, uh, May is a 13-year-old girl. She turns into a giant red panda. And she has to navigate through her family life, her school life, her social life, everything. And she's going through all these messy changes. And the film is about how she deals with that. Three. Now, this is a classic. And it's on Netflix right now. School of Rock. 
Now, an amateur rock enthusiast slyly takes up his friend's job by posing as a substitute teacher. Now, he's not a qualified teacher, so instead, he starts training the students to form a band. Two... On Disney Plus is Ice Age Scrat Towels. So Scrat Towels is a series of shorts about the beloved saber-toothed squirrel from the Ice Age movies. Oh, we love it. One. And finally, new to Netflix is an awesome family adventure sci-fi series called The Last Bus. Now, this follows a group of school kids as they face a catastrophic situation after a tech genius unleashes his AI-driven orbs to vaporise humans to save the planet from human destruction and thus ultimately restore the planet's health. So no biggie, really. Okay, so getting to maybe my favourite part of the episode here. Yeah, I'm excited for this, for sure. It's going to be really good. It's now time for the kids' review. Yeah, and this is your time to shine. So each week, and this is going to be so great, we're going to be hearing a review from one of our listeners about one of their favourite films. It could literally be anything. Oh, I can't wait to hear them all. But I wonder who sent in the review this week. Okay, so today we have Louis. Okay. He's nine years old and he's going to be reviewing an absolute classic from Studio Ghibli. It's my neighbour, Totoro. Take it away, Louis. The Kids Review. The film I'm reviewing is called My Neighbour Totoro. It was made in 1988 by Studio Ghibli, a Japanese film company. I've seen this film loads of times because it's one of my favourite animated films ever. I watched the version that was dubbed into English by Disney in 2006. The story is about two sisters called May and Sasuke who move to the country because their mother is sick in hospital and discover some interesting creatures in their house and garden. There are tiny little suit sprites running around their house and they also discover a magical forest spirit called Totoro who can only be seen if he wants you to see him. When trying to visit her mother, the younger sister May gets lost and Totoro turns up to help. I think it's a really original, imaginative story as Totoro and his friends are really funny even though they don't really talk. They communicate through body movements and facial expressions. My favourite moment was when big raindrops fell on Totoro's umbrella whilst he was waiting for a magical cat bus to arrive and a huge grin spread across his face as he'd never heard raindrops on an umbrella before. Oh, nice one, Louis. Uh, Robin, I'm a bit worried. Oh, no, what about <laughs> I reckon he's coming for our job. Oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> well done, Louis. And you know what? If you want to submit your film reviews and hear them on the podcast, head on over to funkidslive.com forward slash streaming. Yeah, we've got our own fancy website, haven't we? Yeah, look at us. Right, should we have another interview? Yes. In fact, I've actually got an amazing one for you. I'm really excited. Oh, okay. Nice. Who's it with? Well, you know I mentioned Star Trek Prodigy earlier. Indeed, yeah. Well, I actually got to meet some of the cast. What, face-to-face, Impa? Face-to-face, Connor. Where was I? Uh, Yeah, you weren't invited to that one. (sighs) Hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it does hurt, yeah. (laughs) So I've actually chatted to some of the stars, and it honestly was amazing. So here's my chat with Kate Mulgrew, Ella Purcell, and Angus Emery. Star Trek Prodigy is an animated series coming to Nickelodeon all about a group of young aliens who use an abandoned starship to search for adventure and it is so, so good. Nope. There's no purpose here. How did a ship get inside here? The more important question 
How do we get it out? Join us. You always wanted to see the stars. On behalf of Starfleet, welcome aboard. Uh, what is that? Now, of course, huge franchise, Star Trek. How does it feel for you guys? Crazy. What a privilege to be a part of Star Trek. We're yes. very lucky. Very surreal. Were you, were you fans before? Well, I uh, didn't have any notion of quite what a huge project it is and quite how universally adored it is so the more I've gone on the more I've been involved in the show and the more that time's gone on today I'm realizing quite how loved it is and I'm what a privilege mm. yeah I knew what it was obviously I, I don't think anybody can exist and not know what it is um, but I hadn't seen it and I wasn't too familiar with everything uh, and now I think I might watch it maybe tonight <laughs> tonight I'll watch my first episode of Star Trek and of course completely opposite you're a Star Trek legend first female captain Thanks. how does it feel to be back it feels very good particularly in this company but she said something quite important I think um I think it's great that they didn't necessarily know much about Star Trek before ta uh, taking on this uh, adventure. Because innocence is a very key element in creating these characters. And in Gwyn's case, particularly, I think, we want to see them come to Starfleet Protocol within the confines of this animated series. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. Our journeys as, as people are matching the journeys of the characters who are totally naive. They take this ship and they have to learn the controls and learn what it is to be potentially one day a member of Starfleet. That's their great ambition. And that's like us as, as And actors. we want the kids to take the trip with them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We don't want the kids to come in completely knowledgeable about everything. What, where's the fun in that? Mm -hmm. The great fun is if the kid is sitting next to the mother and the mother is sitting next to her mother and it's cross-pollination and cross-generational. Really, it's splendid. Yeah, and that's what makes it so special, isn't it? I Especially think. this, because it almost feels like it almost comes before, you know, the other Star Treks that we've kind of seen. So uh -huh. it's the birth of it. That's clever. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Now, you have very different characters, and, you know, it is really a tale of, you know, these unlikely pals that kind of all band together. Um, what do you love so much about your individual characters? I love Zero. Zero is a Medusan, and a Medusan has appeared in the Star Trek world before, but only once and never have they had a voice. So a Medusan is an energy-based life form, genderless, non-corporeal, and if you ever look at a Medusan exposed, for real, you go mad. So, so Zero has this capacity to make people go mad. But of course, they care deeply about other creatures and don't ever want to harm anyone. So they have this containment suit and Zero doesn't quite know how to move in it. And it's a bit wonky and a bit... You know, when they first start wearing it, they have to just adjust to how they might be able to move around in it. Um, and they learn how to interact with others. That's, that's the great journey. And, and at times, they get that completely wrong. They can read other characters' minds. They can read other species' minds. And sometimes they just blurt it out straight away. So Dal might say, oh, I'm really confident about this. And then uh, Zero will say, why are you so nervous, Dal? And immediately he'll <laughs> burst the bubble. And that's the great thrill is that then they begin to develop and understand maybe they don't want me to blurt that out immediately and I'll have a bit more sensitivity. It's absolutely splendid. It's so clever, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, yeah. they'll all be watching the children, won't they? And, and children do not imitate. They learn. Mm -hmm. 
That's the difference between children and adults. Adults imitate. Mm. They're going to watch your interior journey, and they're going to ingest it, and then they're going to regurgitate it, and they're going to be perfect children. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though, really. Me, my ship. There goes our exit. We're so dead. Why, it's pew, 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 but I don't see a pew, 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 but Just hit them all until it goes pew, pew. Now, of course, they are all very different, aren't they? Is there any character that you would like to be friends with in real life? Friends with now? Dal. He's so funny. I'd want to be friends with Dal in real life. And Zero, actually. Well, I'd love to be friends with Zero. (laughs) Simply so I could try to penetrate the shield, the the protective thing, and and not go mad. (laughs) Be the first. Be the only one. I just want all the gossip. I'll be like, what's she thinking? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all the time. All the time. I love it, I love it, guys. Now, I wondered if you could help me out, because, of course, you guys know the characters way better than I do. And if you were stuck, which, you know, you guys are right at the beginning, and you're in real life, which character are you going to turn to to get you out? I'm going to turn to Jank and Pog, because Jank and Pog may look... Like he wouldn't be helpful. I mean, he does look like he wouldn't be helpful. You know, he look, <laughs> may look like he's going to destroy things, but that's the deceit. Jank and Pog, if he has any engineering that needs doing, give it to him and he'll sort it out straight away. He'll fix up your ship, he'll fix up your car, whatever needs doing in your life, Jank and Pog's your man. So he would you're be, he, he, that's who I'd turn to. I like it, you're going practical. Yeah, I need, you like need it. practicality. Can that's we when choose, things fall can apart. Can we choose Janeway? Yeah, of course you can. Slam dunk. Hello. <laughs> well, why didn't you choose Janeway? Oh, well, I thought that Jank and Pog had a movie. Oh, no, I'm really. About, you know, yeah, it was, be, it was a pity pick, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a pity pick. Devastating. Okay, it was like, this is so obvious. Well, one last question, guys. Yes. If you can sum up this series in three words, how would you do that? One each or three each? Oh, it's, I mean, it's completely up to you. Let Let's your do one each. I only know one word, so I'm going <laughs> to... Let's just see if we can each come with one word. Okay. Are you gonna Brilliant. <laughs> Gripping. Hope. Oh, what a lovely ending. To a great romance. Wow. Brilliant gripping hope. That's great. That's your tagline. (laughs) You guys have done really well because we asked the the showrunners earlier and, yeah, very similar. So, well What do they say? They said hope. um, They also said adventure and freedom. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Freedom in there. (laughs) You're like, no. Kate's like, no. No, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. It's better than brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) No, brilliant was brilliant. So thank you so much. Thank you. you. It's been a pleasure to join you. Thank you. I can't wait to see the series. I've seen my share of wayward crews, and I can tell you this. You've got potential. Oh, Robin, that was so cool. I'd like to say well done, actually. That was a good interview. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed that a lot. And also, I wish I could be on a spaceship. Yeah, I wish you could be on one too. What do you mean by that? Nothing. I wouldn't be here then. (laughs) Anyway, do you have an answer for the trivia question? Yeah. The trivia question earlier on? Yeah. Remind me of that again. In Monsters, Inc., Boo has a real name, but what is it? Oh, that question. Um... I don't know the answer, so I'm just going to go for a random guess. Okay. Vicky. <laughs> not Vicky. Try again, though. You're not... You're 
along. You're not on any of the lines, actually. Benjamin. No, no, not Benjamin. Monsters Inc. Boo has a real name, but what is it? Yeah, um... it is. Drum roll. It's Mary. Mary. I think Vicky's a good guess. Well, that's what I meant because you were kind of on the um, right lines, and that it was just. I get. Well, I guess it was a name. You could have said it rhymed with it rhymed with Vicky. Uh, Vicky and Mary. They don't rhyme. Yeah, they don't rhyme. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. Mary is the name of Bowie Monsters Inc. Good to know. <laughs> and there we go. Just like that, the first episode of Funky Stream it done. So quick, wasn't it? It was quick. You know why it was quick? Why is that? Because we had loads of fun. <laughs> That's true. We did have loads of fun. I mean, we had some really cool interviews. We had the kids review. We had me not getting invited to stuff. Oh, yeah, all in a day's work. <laughs> I'll remember that. I'll invite you next time. Thank you. I'd really appreciate that. And you can't come to Star Trek. Okay, right. And just like that, we are done. Thank you so much for being there, listening. Listen, subscribe, like, leave a comment, rate us five stars. I think we deserve it, don't we? Oh, yeah. Six if they have it. Six if they have it. This has been Fun Kids Streaming, and we'll catch you again next time. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>